EPA proposals could reduce health risks posed by Henrico sterilization plant, others like it. Some Henrico residents may have an elevated cancer risk because of chemical emissions from a commercial sterilization facility in the county, the Environmental Protection Agency reported recently. That risk stems from the chemical ethylene oxide, or NO, which is used by Sterilization Services of Virginia at 5674 Eastport Boulevard, near the Laburnum Avenue-Charles City Road intersection sterilized medical equipment. The EPA flagged the facility as creating a high risk to the surrounding community after a risk assessment completed in 2022. Ethylene oxide emissions cause elevated risk of lymph and blood cancers for the facility's workers and people who live work or go to school near the location, according to the EPA's report. On April 13, the EPA proposed actions that would lower the nationwide health risk caused by ethylene oxide emissions. On June 20, the EPA held an informational webinar to inform Henrico residents specifically of the risks imposed by the chemical and how its proposals may help. The EPA's proposals would create new emission standards and change the ethylene oxide label's directions for use, which users would legally be responsible for following. The public comment period for the proposals is open until June 27 on the EPA's website. The latest analysis that EPA has done predicts that if 1 million people living close to sterilization services of Virginia breathe in ethylene oxide for 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, for 70 years, then 900 of them would be expected to get cancer from that exposure. EPA Air and Radiation Division Director Christina Fernandez said in the webinar, Living close to the facility in this case means within about 1,000 feet, said EPA Air Quality Analysis Branch Chief Alice Chow. The EPA only has information to suggest ethylene oxide is emitted through air pollution. None shows evidence of ethylene oxide coming out of the facilities in water or on the ground according to EPA Senior Risk Communication Advisor Madeline Beale. The EPA's proposals include new emission standards under the Clean Air Act, which would limit the amount of ethylene oxide coming out of all U.S. sterilization facilities and reduce emissions by an estimated 80 percent, Beale said. The Clean Air Act rule proposal contains three major actions. If finalized, it would regulate fugitive emissions through leaks, windows or doors for the first time, expand and strengthen the requirements for reducing stack emissions through vents and chimneys, and set continuous monitoring requirements for air control equipment, Beale said. The first two, these will reduce risk to the communities, Beale said. The third one will allow us to make sure that risk is reduced and stays reduced over time. Under the Federal Insecticide, Fungicide, and Rodenticide Act, the second proposal changes the rules for how ethylene oxide can be labeled for use as a pesticide. It is a proposed interim decision created in partnership with the Food and Drug Administration, which sets the requirements for determining when something is sterile, Bill said. The main actions include reducing ethylene oxide use in the facilities, reducing worker exposure and increasing oversight. The proposed interim decision includes measures that will both reduce risks and also, like I explained, under the Clean Air Act, hold facilities accountable to make sure that risk is reduced, Veal said. More information about the EPA's proposals can be found on its website. It will take about a year following the public comment period to compile the comments, make changes and issue the final rule, Veal said. After finalization, it would be an additional 18 months before facilities would be required to comply with the proposed Clean Air Act rules and one to five years before each federal insecticide, 
fungicide, and rodenticide act rule would be in place, depending upon the complexity. In assessing personal risk, community members living near commercial sterilization facilities should consider three factors, how close they live to the facility, how much ethylene oxide is coming out of the facility, and for how many years they have been exposed to the pollution, Veal said. When commercial sterilization facility workers assess their level of risk, they should consider how much ethylene oxide is used in the area in which they work, what protections are already in place at the facility and how many years and hours per day one has spent on the job, Veal said. The Center for Disease Control's Agency for Toxic Substances and Disease Registry provides information about the relationship between contact with harmful chemicals, cancer and people, in its chemicals, cancer, and you booklet. It also provides a clinician brief for community members to discuss with their doctors if they are concerned about their exposure to ethylene oxide. Roughly three-quarters of the population within five miles of sterilization services of Virginia are people of color, and roughly one-third have low income levels, according to the Union of Concerned Scientists. Both totals are higher than the averages of each statistic for the entirety of Henrico County. Children and babies are more vulnerable to ethylene oxide exposures risks because their bodies are more susceptible to the chemical, Beale said. Several schools and child care centers are located within five miles of the sterilization services of Virginia facility, including Verena High School. Sterilization services of Virginia opened in 1990 just off of the intersection of Charles City Road and South Laburnum Avenue. The EPA conducted an on-site inspection of the facility on May 16, but the report is not yet available. The facility is voluntarily installing a new control system, estimated to be operational by September, that will cut about 50 percent of emissions, Fernandez said. Central Virginia Health Network, Bon Secours Mercy Health, in Henrico's near West End is the only other commercial sterilization facility in the Richmond region, but the EPA did not identify it as causing a high cancer risk to community members. The only two other commercial sterilization facilities in the state are in Virginia Beach. The webinar, which had about 50 attendees, is the only way the EPA has reached out to the population in Henrico that lives near the facility. The agency hopes community members will share the information and plans to host an in-person meeting in Henrico in late August to further discuss the risks of ethylene oxide exposure, EPA scientist Michael Nye said.